0: Hello, hello, small business growth family. Welcome back to another episode of the no fluff, most conversational business podcast out there, where we have raw and real and genuine conversations, sharing tactical business growth advice, entrepreneurship lifestyle tips, mindset blocks, and so much more. If you are new here, I just want to take a second to welcome you and say that I am so happy that you are here. I'm your host, Madison Page, and I am a business growth specialist, helping you learn how to stand out and sell out on social media by building a ride-or-die obsessed online community around your brand but here we're learning in a fun conversational type of way kind of like drinking coffee with a business bestie we put out new episodes every Tuesday and Friday so make sure that you're following along to get every episode If you are not new here and you have been binging the podcast, hey girlfriend, welcome back. I'm so happy that you are here today. Whether we are together on your road trips in the passenger seat, maybe during your morning routine, sewing station, all around your house while you're doing chores, your hot girl walks, whatever it may be, I am so excited to spend the next little bit here with you. Today we're bringing you an episode with Allie Cyrus. I am so excited to share this conversation with you. Allie is A multi passionate, multi business owner. She started multiple different companies over the last couple of years, working in ministry, as well as she's a nationally recognized digital strategist with her agency, Ruya Media. They have now scaled to over a million dollars in revenue across multiple businesses, and she's working to create seven million dollar businesses in different sectors. She founded and built Ruya Media, her ad and marketing agency, right up your alley, her personal brand, and the Bloom Society her education business, all three businesses were created to be a part of fueling women blooming in business. She now spends her days building, coaching, and focusing on cultivating transformation in the lives of women ready for more life, faith, and business. She's passionate about teaching women how to make incredible profit from life-changing businesses that bring heaven closer as they flourish. If you are ready for a no crap woman to call you higher, teach you from experience, laugh with you and believe in you bigger, she is your gal. We chat all things, ads, starting ads for your business, what that really looks like, when to jump into it, when to not, and the ins and outs of advertising on Facebook, Instagram and all of the paid ads. So without further ado, we are diving on in to this wonderful conversation. Hi Allie, thanks so much for being here. Hello! Oh my gosh, I
1: am so excited to be here with you, Madison.
0: I'm so excited to have you. So first things first, let us know who you are, what you do, where you're at. Get up, Give everybody the, the deets.
1: Okay, so my name is Allie Cyrus. I just got married about 11 months ago. It used to be Allie Williams. I'm very proud of myself for not saying my maiden name. It still <laughs> psychs me out, you guys. Um, I own a few different businesses. Um, I own one that is called Riga Media. So that's an ads and strategy agency. We work with course creators, authors, et cetera, in scaling and launching out their things to market. Um, so that is a blast. I have a company called Bloom Society. We do um, education for women business owners and community really is like the key there, of course, but strategy is important there too. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I have a floral business as well called Bloom Babe. So that's like my hobby. I love it so much. We do weddings. We're looking at a flower farm and shop right now, which is so exciting. Um, So I have my Hands in a lot of different things. And um, I'm like very techie, but also kind of hippie, which is exciting. So we'll probably go both of those places today. Cannot wait because Madison and I were totally vibing on all kinds (laughs) of nerdy things um, ahead of this. Um, And I live in Wilmington, North Carolina. So I grew up in California. My parents divorced, moved to Kentucky for the end of high school and college, and then moved back to California. I met my husband um, on an Instagram dating show in the pandemic called love is quarantine. Yes. Oh my My gosh. That's my fun fact. Um, And then, you know, it was all digital. So I ended up like, praying one night and I was like I feel like I'm wasting my time with this dude but I really like him but like I've never even met him in person and I straight up like bought a ticket went like two days later met him in person in the pandemic totally no way yeah and now I live in Wilmington because this was our compromise he's from Raleigh North Carolina I'm from LA so this is you know, the coastal town we get to meet in. So that's really everything about me um off the cuff. And I'm so excited to dive into this.
0: Oh my gosh. You just uncovered so many things. And you were saying you're like, because we just recorded a podcast on Ally's podcast too, which is right up your alley, which is so cute. And I said the same thing that I'm like nerdy, techie strategy with a mix of hippie. And you just said the same thing. We didn't even touch on that earlier. That's so funny. That's Oh my gosh. Okay. Quarantine. Love is quarantine. Like awesome. What? And so I guess let's start with, let's start with ads and then we'll get into the more fun stuff as we keep going. Um, So you said you have Ruya, which I see you're rebranding. So cool. I love it already. Um, give us a little bit of an insight. So a lot of the people listening are business owners. Um, they might have product-based business, but they are also service-based. Like I have a kind of a good mix. So when do you think is a really good place for people to implement ads into their business?
1: Yeah. So one, we look at budget. And then two, we look at leads right? And so a lot of the times when we're establishing our businesses, um, we're really trying to just like keep our heads above water, figure out how to create steady flows of leads. Um, And in that case, a lot of the times we're really leaning on organic marketing. That's what I did for years. Um, And so I would say, you know, once you really understand your offers, you understand who you're talking to, and then you have a nice organic flow coming in. Um, I say once you're converting 3% of the traffic that's coming to you organically, you are in a good place to start looking at ads. One thing that people do not realize is the importance of a pixel over your website. Mm. Uh, You know, really nice like UTMs, which is something you can Google. I won't get into all of that. Um, But more than anything, you want to have different things in place that are Even while you're organically operating, really tracking who is interested in who's buying so that you can break into ads a lot easier. Um, So I would say the best place to start is today with making sure your pixel from your ad manager for whatever platforms you are wanting to eventually like run ads to um are over your website um, this is really really important for course creators coaches and um, product-based businesses like please 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 you guys do it um, but everyone that's true for everyone when it comes down to it um, so start there and then again once you have those really solid offers you know people love it you feel really confident about the story and solution that you're going to be bringing forward organically you can then start to look at ads. Um, it's a very loaded question. Realistically, I I feel and joke often about this too. I feel like I picked the most complicated part <laughs> of everything when it comes to it, but it this is so important to me. And I think this will speak to all business owners because I was like the organic marketing queen um, and we were doing these insane launches for people and we were doing everything right. And we still weren't, Making the amount of money that competitors were making. Mm. And I was like, how are these people doing six-figure launches? How are how is Jenna Kutcher saying, hey, I, I launched a book and then I didn't do anything for a month and I still made six figures? How was that true? And I started to really look into all the people I looked up to and I realized, oh, they're all running ads that are growing their email list for launches. They're all running ads for conversion for their launches, Mm. you know, for this product-based business. I can see them really scaling in that direction. So I want you to think about it in that way. Like what you may be comparing to, they may be like leveraging ads and ads at the end of the day are only there to really put gasoline on the fire you've already created. Mm. So if we're seeing that 3% conversion. You can start to explore um, ads aren't going to save you. they're just going to make you better,
0: right? Yeah, okay. I love this so much. I've never had like an actual number like that, and of course, it's like give or take, but that's a good benchmark. and I think what's really interesting there is the idea that you want your organic marketing solid and like converting for you before ads and this is what we were talking about on your podcast this morning, um is kind of having that initial organic g- growth there, and when you say like converting there as well. Are you th- saying like getting that engagement there, the community there, or do you actually want to see the sales boosting and everything convert?
1: So when I say conversion, I totally am meaning like the sales converting. So the what, what I teach um, specifically, and we're, we're doing a rebrand. Like Madison was saying, Maddie, Madison, I don't know what you want to call you either.
0: I'm everyone calls me Maddie. My business is Madison, but it's fine.
1: (laughs) That told me Maddie. Okay. okay. So anyway, Maddie, um, you know, with conversion, obviously there's a level of that. That's really important when it comes down to, um, you know, just engagement and growth on a community level, but, When I was talking about it, I really meant conversion of sales for traffic. Mm -hmm. Um, You had said that we were doing a rebrand. So circling back to that, uh, we're doing a rebrand right now because a huge part of my business, I'm working with very high level entrepreneurs, but there's so much that we can do in the beginning. And so anyway, we have a whole framework coming out for it. It's very exciting, Mm -hmm. but to really reduce it down, I'm going to save you so much time and research and effort when it comes to that conversion element on your site or wherever your cart is and someone can complete a purchase you know we really just want to optimize traffic because traffic then creates leads and Mm. then those leads in a very reduced form create sales right um and so we just want to look at that so that conversion rate would be hey how many people are coming to your site according to google analytics and the analytics on the back end of your site every single month every single week right cool how many people are adding to cart and then from there, how many people are completing their purchase? And when we're in that 3 to 5% conversion rate, that's when you have a huge opportunity. Yeah. Um, but there's so much that needs to be done sometimes Before on it. the front end mm-hmm. to actually get people to trust you to go to your site. Totally. Um, and that's a lot of the times how organic marketing works. Ads also have solutions for that too. But if you are just getting into ads, you should really be focused on, like I said, tracking traffic, tracking conversion, for sales. And then from there, figuring out how we're going to retarget the already interested people to make more money.
0: And then we can expand into really fancy ad structures, you know? Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. Okay. And so having the pixel on there now, and then really having that proof of concept, well, like getting that proof of concept, get your organic marketing flowing, enjoying, like getting its own sales out there and then go into even just retargeting the people on your website, people that abandoned cart, things like that. And then once you have that working for you, you can get all the data and move up to new people, expanding your audience and go from there.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: Oh, wow. That is so good. And so many people in my audience feel like okay so i'm launching a program right now that's all about growing your growing your audience size but i have a disclaimer on the program that your marketing needs to be there first this is a scaling expansion business just like you're kind of saying with ads and ads are going to be one of the things that we talk about inside of the program but it you need to be at this certain point in order to run ads so i'm glad that we're on the same page there um but what do you say to people that a lot of times like i've i've had a lot of people already being like well i just need to grow my audience and then I know that it's going to convert better. How do you kind of respond to that?
1: Uh, My immediate response is I know and have friends and clients who have millions of followers and huge people, like, you know, people, huge numbers of people on their email list who convert nothing. Um, And conversion is an art. And you can do that in many ways. But one thing that's so beautiful about ads and the reason I, out of all the areas of marketing have pitched my tent in this is because you can turn it on and off once you've optimized it. Does that mean it's going to be easy? No. But like when it comes down to it, if the Instagram algorithm continues to sequester reach, like you're screwed. If that's the place that you're going to be, you know, thinking you're converting, Um, obviously email lists are extremely important when it comes to sales as well, but when it comes down to it, I think that like differentiating, differentiating factor. And the thing I want people to really think about is the fact that you can decide what your sales will be with your strategy and investment.
0: Ooh. And like, you can literally measure the statistic, like ROI of what you're, what you're turning on.
1: Yep, which mm-hmm. it the gray area will kill any business as a service yeah. provider or educator. So being able to go in and say, "Hey, this is what I can do," and then actually fulfill that, it's like it's unheard. Yeah, in this, this like
0: make some sales. Let's turn it on. And mm-hmm. okay, like we're in a lull. Let's turn it off. Uh That is such a good point. And so for product based business owners, do you say it's the it's similar like e commerce things like that? Do you, say, do you say that everything is kind of similar there getting that that structure out there?
1: Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I think e-commerce can start, um, I think any business can start at day one with an ad budget. So I do want to say that if you have an ad budget, respect, and you're going to be able to control yourself from entering into scarcity, Yeah. start it now. Start ads now, 100%. Most people just can't do that realistically. Yeah. And I think that's really important to acknowledge. But for a product-based business, I think a really good welcome sequence, re-engagement sequence, um, and like retargeting sequence in emails and ads together can make a huge difference in the way that you scale and really create a lot more ease. Um, and I, I really, the one criteria I would say for product-based businesses is you need your cult favorites. You need, and you need to believe in it and you need really great branding and messaging around it Yeah, um, in order for ads to work. People like, it's very, like psychologically, people like cool things.
0: Yeah, people love best like, sellers. Well, what are we shopping actually, for today? Let me look, like, let's okay, see yeah. what
1: everybody else already loves. Exactly. So, you know, if you are, if you have infrastructure to be able to identify that or at least explain it and prove it to your client, an ad's going to be a really great addition to that. If you don't know the answer to that yet,
0: Do not, you know, pour gasoline on an uncontrolled fire yet. Hey, hope you're loving this podcast. Give me 30 seconds to give you a quick inside scoop on something you might not know about, and then we'll hop right back in. Do you ever feel paralyzed by there being so many things you could possibly do, ideas you could possibly chase, strategies to implement in your business that you have no idea where to start, so you end up kind of just doing nothing or a little bit of everything? Should you grow your account, build a community, go live, post more on social... In a world where we could constantly be comparing and feeling like we have all, have to do all of the things, I wanted to bring you something that directs your focus on one main thing, strategically and for a low cost. Because when we try to do a little of everything, it actually dilutes the results you could see if you just went all in on one thing. Introducing Entrepreneurship Made Easy, your place to stand out, chill out and sell out where I give you a new strategic focus each month equipped with fresh, high-level business trainings, resources and strategy to Take all of your ideas, possible strategies to follow, and overwhelm of where the heck to even start, and give you a direct focus with objectives for you to follow to start seeing results in your business. And it's only $47 because everyone deserves to grow their business with ease and simplicity. Think a strategy packed mini training worth $500 popping into your inbox each month to take all of your ideas and simplify it into strategy exercises, and a checklist to implement that month for $47. The link is in the show notes to join and hop in. Use code SECRET for 50% off of your first month. Okay, back to the episode. Yeah. And I see small businesses and I talk about it on my podcast all the time, but I see small businesses really frequently, just like relaunching new collections every week or like every two weeks. So like, let me completely revamp every product that I'm putting out there and make it totally new. And I think that's where they lose a lot of that steam because you're not actually allowing your community to attach to anything. Whereas when you have a hero product or bestsellers of like three to five items that people know and they love, like that's where people attach to.
1: Yeah, totally, and I think it's it's so hard to generalize because, you know, that that is true for maybe a skincare brand, but not true for a boutique, which you know, yeah. Um, And so understanding that too, like there there's a strategy for each niche of what you're providing, and yes, you need to be known and trusted for something. Um, And a lot of the times someone needs to be able to identify a face or a vibe or a feeling in order to actually trust Mm -hmm. Uh, that that's really, really important as well.
0: Oh, okay. Let's go on that. So people need to identify a face, a feeling, or a vibe in order to really attach to something. This is another thing that I talk about all the time. People are going to think you're a paid actor. Um, And But talking about that. Like, how do you, how do you pick that? How do you pick the face, the feeling, the vibe? Like if you don't want, and we said this on your podcast too, if you don't want to have your face out there, you have to like amplify the vibe, the branding that you have there. How do you kind of, what, what do you, what's the meat and bones of that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I would say I want to talk about where it was born within my mind so Mm. that you guys have context. And then I would love to, you know, give my two cents on the application. Yeah. Um, But first things first, so out in college and then out of college, I worked for Coca-Cola. So that's where I got my start. So like I said, organic marketing was my thing and branding was my thing because I came from the mega house that did that arguably. Right. And so anyway, being there, um I was in I was in charge of organic marketing I put on this like viral campaign it was like all over ESPN got picked up all of these places then was brought in to talk to the VP of um strategic partnerships and at Coca-Cola Global I'm like 22 years old I'm like what's up dude um (laughs) and it was it was a lot and then he ended up flying me out to Chicago and I presented on it to um this large conference and so anyway At the time, I don't think I understood what I was talking about, but I had taken a training during the first week of me working there. And then I let that training run. And that's what had allowed for it. Mm. Coca-Cola, what they taught me when they came in, it was super culty, but like in a really good way. Does that make sense? (laughs) So they like bring us in. We're all like the new kids. Um, We're at this like amazing facility in downtown Atlanta. And one of the biggest companies in the world. (laughs) Exactly. And I'm like, you know, like what's up guys. And anyway, I, um, came in and my executive at the time got on the stage and she was like, you know, what is Coca-Cola? Right. And like, these are, these are like, very talented people. Like we've got like lots of Ivy leaguers. We got like, you know, just some executives at (laughs) Coca-Cola. Exactly. And, and well, we weren't executives yet. We were all like the new kids, Oh, the people with you.
0: They're talking exactly like my
1: class. We were like, hi, you know? And so (laughs) anyway, but they were smart cookies who had some very impressive marketing business degrees. She's like, what's Coca-Cola. Right. And so everyone's like raising their hands and it's like, it's a soft drink. It's a, this, it's a, that. And so, you know, we're trying to like figure out what she's saying. And then she was like, every single one of you is wrong. She was like, Coca-Cola is enjoying uh, a moment with your grandfather at a barbecue the meaning exactly it is you know remembering the feeling of being with your father w- before he passed away it is the feeling of um the 4th of July when you lived in the south it is nostalgia it is the feeling and it is a warm fuzzy good feeling yeah. and that is like what we must learn right so anyway that being said not all of us are coca-cola not all of us have 200 years of you know yeah. like yeah. worldwide distribution and insane branding under our belt so, what does that mean for a small business and new business? You know, in America, a small business technically is a business making less than a hundred million dollars per year. So, that being said, like, who would that be? Us. Yeah. People. Um, so if you don't want to share, share your face, that's fine. But again, you need to let the people encounter something that leaves them with goosebumps. I was going to say, as you said that,
0: I was like, chills, got it. 100% you,
1: it is the thing that moves you. That is what is going to get someone to pay you money. And it's not manipulation. It's not, it is storytelling Mm -hmm. and it is identity giving. My product and story will stir your identity and affirm something in you, and oh. so we can do that many ways. We can do that, like I said, with a face. So that could be me, that could be you, right? Um, that could be a feeling, like Coca Cola. It could be a vibe, like walking into a really vibey place, like Anthropology, right? If that's your vibe, I guess. Yeah. So no, if totally. you walk in there, you're like, I want. I go to- in
0: there just to look at the decorations. Like 100%. I'm
1: like, I want. Job. I want this to be my house. Like I. I want this. Thank you. Like, can I add all to cart? Right. Totally. That is it. And so, but don't go any other places. You have to have one in order to even have a channel to Mm. deliver the goodness of your branding, your messaging, everything else. Right.
0: Totally. Oh, I love everything you just said. That is so good. Because it's so, it's really, really true. And so many people are more so pushing their product. They're like, look at my hoodies, look at my candles. Like, this pattern is going to revolutionize your life. But instead, if you can take that hoodie, take that candle, and give it meaning to that person and really sell the meaning, the messaging, everything behind it, that is where you build community and that's where you have power behind sales. And From an ads, from an organic standpoint, people are much more likely to be like, ooh, like let me, let me dive into this storytelling of this product. And you can expand into selling anything behind that same idea, that same meaning, and people will, will ride with you.
1: Yep. It's so true. And we were, you were saying that like finding the people, you said this at like this morning when we were recording on my podcast for Mm -hmm. context, Um, but you were saying you need the people who are going to ride with, ride with you at dawn. Yeah. So you help people and this is a great podcast, you guys in community to learn that in like she was really impressing me. Seriously, Maddie, I was like, this is super good. Oh. Um, So that is so important. You want people who will ride with you at dawn. But guess what? Like the war does end. Yeah, the war will end. There will be victory. Add thinking about them and the extension of your face, you're feeling your vibe. Yeah. You know, this is going and knocking and being like, yo, the British are coming. Like, do you want this? Right? Like that's what ads are the continuation, email Mm -hmm. marketing. It's the continuation of bringing situational awareness and experience that further engulfs them in that feeling, face, or vibe. Oh,
0: I love that so much. And people- a lot of times people are like, well, I might just play around with like putting $5 on a couple of boosted posts a day. Yeah, I knew that was going to be your response, but she's shaking her head quite vi- vi- quite vigorously. What do you think about boosting posts? Is that just a way for Meta to make more money? Yeah. Literally, that's what I would yeah. expect.
1: I have like <laughs> nothing else to say about that yet. That yes. Meta can- so that when you boost a post, you are paying for more reach. So you can think about boosting a post uh, as saying, you know, like, Hey, this is the audience. I, I want to have a little bit more control. I feel like this is a good piece of content. I want to put this in front yeah. of someone else. Right. So that's cool. You're just like paying money for them to give you what they used to give you for free in 2012. <laughs> um, but it just doesn't do anything usually no. conversion wise. If you create a post that goes so massively viral, that gives that face feeling vibe, you know, has a great CTA, you're seeing it convert like crazy. If you have that, boost it. I've never seen it before as someone who is like an industry expert. But if that happens, by all means, boost it. Yeah. Um, But there, it's not that simple and it's not that shallow, mm. which is the good and bad news, right? Um, So anyway, just beware
0: of the boost. That's what we say. Beware of the boost. Oh, that's yeah. And I assumed that was going to be your response to it. Because I think a lot of people are like, well, just like play around and see how it see how it works. But actually having that strategy and that structure behind an actual campaign. Um, And when you say sequence, like I understand what you're saying, where you have like the retargeting. But can you explain that to people just that might not know? Yeah, totally.
1: I need to cough. Hold on. Yeah, you're good. (laughs) i'm back okay we have allergies here in north carolina i'm new to it and i'm not down (laughs) um but sequencing so um when i say a sequence you know it can be expressed in many ways in marketing um the two ways i've been referring to it one would be an email sequence so that would mean multiple emails that are talking to the same audience um and you know it kind, it's kind of like sending multiple letters about the same conversation to your best friend. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's like that, right. Or your new friend or your pen pal. So mm-hmm. you can think of a sequence in that way. Like my objective for a sequence is to welcome someone into my world. So I'm going to be like, hi, so glad you're here. I'll, you know, second email, this is my story. This is why I want to talk to you. Like, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. So it's, that's the sequence. And then for um, ads, there are a lot of expressions of sequences but you can think of it as something that works together so there's a journey and you have to check the boxes you're like dora explorer right <laughs> um and you have to find the first thing and check it and then once that's checked then we have a new objective and so we're going to we're going to pay to strategically get to the next objective check yeah. Um, that's what a sequence is there too. Yeah.
0: So they see your initial one, if they react or read or click like see more or watch the video, then they get sent another video. And then if they go to your website, they get sent a separate one that kind of warms them up. And it kind of goes along with the, and it's something I talk about often is like, people have to see this similar thing, like seven plus times in order to see it. Sometimes will be less, sometimes will be more, but really diving into that. Um, Yeah. And I think that is like, that is what people are when they play around with ads is they're like, I'll just put one out there, but they don't have that retargeting all the time. Uh Um, If you had somebody that was like starting out, they're like, I want to, I want to grow. I want to get there. um, But I, like, I just don't, I don't know where to start. Would you say, and of course you have an agency, but would you say it is something that people can learn and play with without wasting a ton of money? Or do you think it is something that is Totally valid to like, you know what, an ad specialist is just gonna be able to get you an ROI way quicker.
1: Yeah, totally. I'm super glad you're asking this. Um, I am not like the world does not know this, but so anyway, everybody here keep my secret. A little inside, um, scoop. but I it took me a long time and I really grappled with that because one, I wanna say I've had extreme success in you know clients we've been able to work with. And I am like verified with everything at Meta. Like I've taken all the classes. I've done all the things. I worked at Facebook. Like I know my stuff, you guys, right? And so, you know, we've had amazing success in the last two years, we've made $6 million from just like our campaigns and everything. And so, and that's, you know, that's that. And I have also had launches and campaigns that sucked that I had to iterate from. And every single client has walked away happy and satisfied every single time I've made sure of it. And if I didn't have a full stack team behind me and a lot of education, I would have possibly lost them a lot of of money if I didn't have the resources to quickly iterate and problem solve. And so I think that is my disclaimer of like, if you're gonna spend, if you want big results, you need a big team um, on this because there are so many pieces. Um, but that doesn't mean that you can't learn because if I can do it, you can. Mm
0: -hmm. And so I
1: do also want to say, I do think it is something that you can learn. If you are running a business with a lot of issues, you probably won't have space and time to do that realistically, but you can try. And if you do educate yourself, someone cannot take advantage of you. Because one of the big things I see in ads is there's such a huge disconnect and it, it really is so techie. People can feel like they're getting taken advantage of. Um, totally. so that could close your gap of understanding and create, you know, opportunity for you to really wisely invest when you do hire. But I do think people can learn. Um, and honestly, too, with that, I did not I would not have agreed in 2020, 2021 and half of 2022 on that. My heart has changed a lot on it. And we're actually launching out programs at the end of this year for it. Like but again, it's it's coming from me and it's not like a one stop paid. Page- $300 and learn everything. That's not realistic. Like it, they're very Especially with ads.
0: They change frequently
1: all the time, all the time with, with the out, al- you think that algorithm shift, you know, and you losing reach on your reels is hard. Like try spending 50 K a month and I having know. something completely change. Like it's, it's scary, yeah. um, but there's always a way through. And so anyway, it, there's a lot to it, but I do believe that people can learn. And I do think it's a very, very intensely male-dominated industry as well. So I think there's a large opportunity for women to come in with a creative and nurturing touch if that is, you know, what people identify with and, you know, their characteristics. So I think there's a lot to be said and, and learned within it.
0: Mm. Yeah. And I, I totally agree. It's something that like I, in college, I got like, I got certified on meta, all the Facebook ads and stuff. And I would have never charged a single soul to run their ads. Cause it was like, I had no idea. And I think there's a lot of people out there that say like, I can do this for you, start paying. And, and then, and I hear it all the time where people are like, I just put thousands of dollars into ads and I didn't get anything back. And it's like, yeah, because X, Y, and Z, some like, of course, there's so many factors there, but having somebody to me, it's just so worth it to just have a specialist come in and do it. Do you think that it's something that, like, what is the most helpful thing if someone knows they want a specialist soon or like they're ready to scale soon to come in? Is it Pixel or is it like, let's start running a couple of ads on your own to see how things perform? Or is that more something that you can kind of just understand?
1: Yeah, I, I think like Pixel across the board, one, you can try. Yeah. And you will probably just, like I said, educate yourself and eventually hire someone. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's any harm in that. You just need to stay on top of it because like the spin goes fast, especially if you don't know what you're doing. Totally. Uh, so anyway, I would say like, those are, those are two good things. If I, you know, could burn it all down and start over with all of the money I've put into employees, specialists, coaches, yeah. this, that the other I would have used my first $20,000 I invested in my business and just invested it in ads and a good specialist. Yeah. Um. And like 100%. And, and again, coming from, I was paid by Coca-Cola as a organic specialist, yeah. right? And I can say that. So anyway, that is what I would do for sure. And I would say if you're like, really, like, I really want to do ads, like, I would wait until you have $10,000 you would not um, mind burning. Yeah. Right. Um, and find a really good person okay. that you trust who has really good results in case studies. You need to make sure mm-hmm. on that. But like for us, like if someone's coming to me, I talk a big game cause I get big results. And so the, the investment is higher, you know, yeah. and it's not actually, I think our prices are lower than they should be, honestly. But, um, that being said, like we have guarantees with what we are charging. So like look for someone who's going to give you a guarantee Mm -hmm. look for someone who like if someone invests you know x amount at our entry level um package then like they are for sure going to make a guarantee that is higher than that of what they invested and I can stand by that so look for someone who can operate within that integrity I would say
0: yeah uh, and you'll feel a lot better totally okay oh that was a lot of information. How you you it. So good though. I was like, I'm like, I'm going to take some notes on this. <laughs> so good. Oh, I'm really happy that we did this. Give us like your last tip, your last, like if as a business owner, kind of your legacy, like what is your overall like business owner out there? This is your message for every business owner.
1: Oh my gosh. What a great question. I think my message would be, um, the people who win are the people who don't give up. And there are so many difficult parts to this journey and I believe their favor just as good as, you know, the amazing, wow, I just did this moments. And so uh, check your perspective and be in it for the long haul. I think we live in a very amazing society that's capitalistic, that allows for the American dream to be very real. And though it's molded a lot in this day and age, It is very, very cool to be able to see women like you and me do what we do. And so do not give up, continue and understand again, that there's favor in the highs and the lows and it all is going to be used for good.
0: Mm. Oh, so sweet. Allie, where can people find you? I know you have your podcast, your socials, give all of the details.
1: Yeah. So you can find me, um, on my podcast. It's Right up your alley. It's A double L double E. -E. That's how I spell my name. (laughs) Um, So it's the Right Up Your Alley show. You can find me at rightupyouralley.com. And then on Instagram, Lemonate. Um, It's all at Right Up Your Alley. So definitely come drop me a DM. Let me know that you're there. I'm like always checking my DMs, finding new people, and always so excited. Um, And it's just been really sweet to share this. So thank you guys. I know there's technical babble that happens with things like this, but Um, I'm really excited to be able to share stuff like this. And I hope that it blessed you.
0: Oh my goodness. How wonderful was that conversation? Allie is just a breath of fresh air and an absolute wealth of knowledge. It was so much fun talking with her. All of her links as well as mine are in the show notes below. Make sure you go check her out as well as her podcast, the Write Up Your Alley podcast, where you will see a interview from me eventually out there. I cannot wait for you to dive on in to all of her stuff. Come hang out with me on Instagram as well at This Is Madison Page. And I'm on my Instagram stories all day, every day, and I will see you there. One more little reminder before you go to check out entrepreneurship made easy. If you're feeling overwhelmed, not sure where to start. And like, there are a thousand things that you could be doing. Let me drop in a mini course on some of your most prevalent problems every month in your inbox, stress-free bite size and direction focused. Don't worry. It's not adding a bunch of new things to your plate on the first of each month, you'll get a focus, multiple full trainings, all about that topic, exercises to help you develop that idea and a checklist to make implementation simple. If you love. This this podcast, Entrepreneurship Made Easy is 10 times deeper, more strategy packed, more direction oriented to get you to the next step. Click the link in the show notes and use code secret for 50% off of your first month.